Hi, I'm Bruce Weinstein. And I'm Mark Scarborough. And on this episode of the podcast, Cooking Bruce and Mark, we are making another exclusive sheet cake recipe. Yay, because our is sheet it? cake and slab pie book comes out on October 24th. Is it exclusive? Yes, it is exclusive. And why are we doing this? Why do authors work so hard? Why are we doing this? Because we love our readers and our audience. You know, if publishers are taking a pound of flesh out of me... How come my butt's so big, I ask you? <laughs> because I, we're continually making <laughs> sheet cakes like this fabulous, fabulous chocolate peanut sheet cake. Yeah, it is fabulous. And it's again, almost like a giant candy bar sheet cake. And again, this is the kind of recipe that's typical of the book, right? That we're do, that our all-time favorite sheet cakes and slime pies books have. Wow, I don't have that sentence, do I? That <laughs> sentence didn't make any sense. Anyway, it's typical of that, and... But this is kind of an exclusive craziness. So we have a mixer going. Yeah. And in the mixer, we have three, count them, three sticks of butter. Mm, that's why my butt's so big. <laughs> and we have one and a half cups of packed dark brown sugar. You know, I went to the to the, to the uh, doctor. doctor this week uh, and had my annual physical. And um, what he said to me, actually, at one point was, why don't you have your physical after you write a diabetes cookbook? That's what he said to me. <laughs> so um, <laughs> maybe there's, there's something going on here. Anyway, but who cares? Three sticks of butter because we're making a giant sheet cake in a 13 by 18 inch pan that will serve, I don't know, we got 48. We got we 48. 48 servings out of this. And I have sprayed that 13 by 18 pan with nonstick baking spray. And the oven, by the way, is heated to 350 degrees. And this butter-sugar mixture is going to go until it's fluffy-fluffy. It's been about three and a half minutes. You, we have done podcasts on this before. You cannot underbeat. You can right. underbeat. You cannot overbeat yeah, the butter and sugar. Again. Say that again. Come you on. You cannot overbeat the butter and sugar. Maybe Clean my t- the hell out of it. Maybe my tongue-tiredness is infecting both of us. But um, anyway, maybe it's all about my butt. It still oh, is all about my butt. It's always it? about your butt. Isn't it? Always so. about your butt. So, okay, so now I'm going to turn off the mixture because this is pretty fluffy and creamy. And I'm going to add three and three-quarter cups of all-purpose flour. And I'm going to put the mixer on low. low. Otherwise, we will be low. we will be snowing flour oh, all over the kitchen. I love when we snow flour. Thank God <laughs> we have white cabinets. Anyway, um, yeah. unlike the time I broke a lice, large jar of pickled beets on our white cabinets. I thought you said a lice jar of pickled beets. Is there a lice jar? Nice lice like pickled beets. Sure, they love it. <laughs> Are we? I anyway, we're really off here. And you know what? This recipe is not this complicated. Is we're making it and if you want to find it it's on our website bruceandmark.com and again it's not in the new book all time oh. favorite sheet cakes and slap pies this is exclusive to the podcast and the and, and our website website to celebrate the publication of the new book to make what are we making here we're making like candy bar cookies yeah and Crazy. as Mark said this is not complicated we have three ingredients in this mixture there's butter there's sugar and there's flour lots copious amounts of all the okay above. so now this dough is coming together I'm going to turn it off and this is the really fun part because you have to use your hands and you grab this dough and it's just like a cookie dough and we're going to sprinkle it around, drop it in even bits around that large baking sheet. I think this is really crucial. And let me just say that right up front, I think this is super crucial that you do not, in these giant format slab pies and sheet cakes, you do not drop all this in the middle of the pan yeah. and hope to do anything with it. You have to spread this all over the pan and then do something And because it. you're going to be pressing this in, I'm literally, I'm making a nice even crummy coating on the bottom of this pan and now I'm pressing it down to connect all the pieces of dough and make a nice flat 
even 18 by 13 cookie crust in this pan. Okay. So this is now going to go into that heated 350 degree oven. And wait, so what you're basically making is shortbread, kind of. I'm of making a, a shortbread a crust. Brown yeah. sugar shortbread. Yeah. And you would want to do want to make, because we're going to pour molten volcanic chocolate. Ooh, and yum. We want to make sure that this is flat. Yeah, right? you want this wanna, to be even. You don't so, want it to be high on one side and low on another. How did you make sure it was flat as you were sitting here doing it? I know because you're so chefy, but just how you did you do it? You can feel it actually because you're using your fingers, the palm of your hand to flatten this out and you have a lot of good nerve endings in your hands. I do? Well, we all do. Okay. And you could feel it. You could feel if one bit is higher than the other, and you have to eyeball it. Ooh, we're there's, back to my physical. You really... can feel if one bit's higher <laughs> than another. <laughs> <laughs> and there's no way to, I mean, you, what, you're going to put a level? Yes, fine. Go get yourself a level. I, I would do it. Put it on top of I the love dough levels. and make sure that you love. I so. was the kid. Hey, when I was in elementary school, I was the kid that once actually took his angle protractor out to figure out where to hit a baseball. So, mind and you... And that didn't get you beaten up in the locker mind room Mind you, I couldn't hit the baseball where I wanted it to go, but I did use my angle protractor to figure out where it should go. Oh, excellent. So, there you go. So, I would get the level out. Well, once you have leveled it out and it's pretty flat, we're going to put it in the oven. This is going to go for about 15 minutes, so it's a lightly brown. It's only going to be par-baked at that point. And then we will pour this molten chocolate, which we'll tell you all about when we come back. So the cake has cooked 15 minutes, and we've taken it out. The crust. The crust. The right. crust part of this. I refuse to call this a cake. Okay, the, the shortbread crust of this cake, cookie, candy bar, whatever it is. I think, you know what I think? In New England, it's been so humid and cloudy that we are sun-deprived, and so our tongues don't work. That must <laughs> be what is going on. So we have it on the counter, Yeah. and Mark has a pan on the stove, and he's creating that chocolate topping we'll pour over. So what's in that pan? Well, um, it's it's kind of crazy. I've got a stick of butter in here. Oh, another stick of butter. Yeah, well, why not? This... That means we have a pound of butter in this lovely... 48 servings. 48 okay. servings. Divide a pound by 48, and you get... My butt. Anyway, um, you have a stick of it's butter. It's less than a tablespoon per serving. Is it really? Yeah, because eight. there's 32 tablespoons in a pound. Wait, what? There are eight tablespoons in a quarter pound of butter. That's true. And so we have 32 tablespoons in oh, a pound well, of butter. Oh, well, that's good. I, you know, I can eat it. So it's about two teaspoons. I can eat a tablespoon take. of butter on a spoon. It's a snack. Well, so, so that's <laughs> why your butt is the way it is. <laughs> <laughs> really, I can't. Anyway, um, I've got a stick of butter, and I've got 24 ounces, oh my gosh, of semi-sweet chocolate chips, and that's... A two 12-ounce packages. <laughs> that's a pound of eight ounces, yes. Two 12-ounce packages for those following along at home. And just to complete this nightmare, I've got a cup of light corn syrup in here. It's really not a nightmare. What we're making is a sticky, gooey chocolate... Fudge-like mixture, yeah. right? Now, light corn syrup only means that it's clear. We uh, were once on The View yeah, and Star Jones was interviewing uh, us and we were using light corn syrup. She said, oh, we like light things here. So well, for some reason, she thought it meant that it was fewer calories. Or... Yeah, I don't know. It's the light. She was an attorney, remember? Uh, mm. <laughs> <laughs> so is Lionel Hutz or whatever his name is. And so... Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> there are many attorneys in this world. Not all of them are Barack Obama. Or not all of them are super smart. Anyway, uh, sorry. If you're an attorney out there, you're brilliant. So anyway, all of this... Roy Cohen. Been... <laughs> 
God. Yes, Roy Cohn. And also half the members of Congress. So um, we, we all I need to do here is melt it and get it smooth. Right. So I've got all this melting, and I really don't You're want stirring this to it with a wooden spoon. simmer or right. anything. I just want to get this super smooth, get all the chocolate melted. You don't you want to go over low heat, yes. but you, you don't want to burn the chocolate. But actually, it's a little bit hard to burn the chocolate with the corn syrup and the... Butter. You can if your heat's too high. But it's Just, thick. It's you, yeah. Even though it's melting, this is really thick, almost fudgy thick. And we're going right. to stir in. Walmart's stirring. I'm going to give him a tablespoon of vanilla, and he's going to stir that in. Right. And now we are back to our favorite tool in the kitchen, the offset spatula. We really should manufacture and sell and put our faces <laughs> on offset. <gasps> on the bottom where you spread it so our faces oh, get covered in batter wouldn't and Wouldn't that frosting. be great? Not on the handle. We have to go on no, the No, no. Yeah. Of course. Of course. So we, we could have an offset spatula and our faces could have our mouths open. <laughs> so it's like we're eating it as they spread yeah, it. Yeah, that's so good. But they need a little hole in the back so it goes through our mouths out the back of our head. Like a Play-Doh fun factory. <laughs> just got gross we seem to be back at my butt so <laughs> um okay, which so, we seem to always get so mark to. is pouring and scraping this chocolate mess on top of that crust and yes. i'm using the offset spatula yes. to move it around and make this also as even as i can this is why kids at home you need to really spray this eight night 13 by 18 baking sheet well not just because of the crust and getting it out but this chocolate stuff is sticky and it's going to go to the edges even though we say leave a little border in the oven it's going to spread a bit and you will probably get some of the chocolate hitting the sides you want it well greased so that it won't stick and now mark's going to take five cups of salted roasted peanuts wow five cups that's just an insane amount of roasted salted peanuts and i'm pouring these all over the top of the cake and you want to cover it it's like a carpet of peanuts and oh, when we put God. it back in the oven that chocolate mixture is actually going to cook as it bakes for another 15 minutes at that 350 degrees it'll bubble it'll bubble up through the peanuts um it'll start to cook and become almost like fudge you know what if you when this was all baked yep. and it was fudgy and the peanuts if you took jarred caramel sauce when it was cool and sprinkled it all over the top you would have a snickers bar in cake form well and then once you cut them into squares you have to then dip the whole thing in more chocolate oh excellent but you would you would and have then you like could deep fry them <laughs> And you can put them in a taco. We're back to my physical, aren't we? <laughs> so uh, come Pizza, back. Pizza, that's what I call a taco. <laughs> come back to me after you've written a diabetes cookbook. I didn't know whether to be insulted. I mean, look, guy, I'm, I'm, I'm here paying you good money. I can, I can be home and be insulted. Anyway. <laughs> so we're putting this back in the oven. And in 15 minutes, it will come back out. But then we're going to let it cool because it has to really cool so the chocolate firms up and sets. And then we'll be able to cut it and taste it. Okay, these look like fabulous candy oh, bars. They look like what? Why are you saying? They look like candy bars. Not, why are you mm. saying well? Yeah. Yummy. I made this. The picture that's on our website, I made this to take it to a lit class I teach. To you, old people. If you can believe this guy who talks all about butts the whole time also <laughs> teaches Faulkner. But um, somehow it all fits. <laughs> but so I took this to a lit class that I'm leading and... Uh, it, it, it's full of, let's say, people of a certain demographic. That's a retired demographic. I was worried that this taffy was, they were going to complain about their bridge work. Uh, and, and pulling their, their dentures right out. Yeah, as Fred Mertz would say, you want to spend your life with a sticky upper plate? Okay, I got nothing to that. As Fred Mertz would say, Fred Mertz, oh, right. 
When Ricky's eating peanut, peanut butter, butter Fred it, says you're going to spend your whole life with a sticky upper plate. Because Lucy's kicked him out, and Ricky's at the corner drugstore eating a peanut butter sandwich. Remember, I'm so old. I remember when you could go to the corner drugstore and get a peanut butter sandwich, but that's a whole and, thing. And an egg cream, and still have changed from your dollar to get care. Okay, we did like not have egg creams because we were in a Christian part of the country, but oh. we did not have any egg creams. Yeah, anyway, with, let's with talk about you this. Bet, with You Bet Coffee Syrup. Yeah, I'm... I'm mm. I don't know about your funny Eastern European <laughs> traditions. So let's talk about this for a minute. This it's is slightly crunchy on the top. It's chewy, sticky in the middle. Yeah. It's shortbread crust. It's really good. It is sticky. And I can't stop eating it. It's super rich. Um, so if you've got an office party, a family reunion, or an annual physical coming out, <laughs> you can make this giant chocolate peanut sheet cake thing i don't know what to call it i do it. want to say that if for oh some reason you are put off by the fact of making so much of this you can cut this in half and do it in a nine by 13 pan but why would you because it's more is better yeah i really honestly if for for your upcoming holiday parties oh. for your upcoming office parties your open houses yeah yeah that kind of thing you want to take something to work and your halloween party right and you want to take something to work that's guaranteed to up the medical insurance costs <laughs> in your office no really honestly, it will make everyone in your office fall in love with you yeah totally. you will get marriage proposals oh oh wow and if you're already married you'll get a fair proposals oh oh a f do people get a fair proposals does those come on cards <laughs> or email how does that work i don't really know um anyway so this is a fabulous giant sheet cake candy bar craziness chocolate and peanuts and shortbread and if you listen in every thursday you will hear another fabulous recipe that we cook through and on Tuesdays, we do a different kind of podcast. Yeah, we cook. We No, we don't cook through. We look at cooking mistakes. Boy, my tongue. And we tell you how to avoid them. Yeah, and we tell you how to avoid them. Yeah, <laughs> we do all of that on Tuesdays. And beyond that, if you want to connect with us in the real world, well, if the, the real, virtual world. if the real world is made of electrons, which I guess it is. If you want to connect with us in the virtual world, the electron world of social media, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter under our names, Bruce Weinstein and Mark Scarbo. So check it out and check out this podcast every week because you need to eat sheet cake.